0: Hello. Don't let tell you.
1: October 2nd. Yay!
0: (laughs) Good evening. Today is October 2nd and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is all about 12th Step. 12th Step and our speaker tonight is Jen A. Thank you, Jen.
1: Take it away. Thanks, Sally. She's my sister here in Colorado. Always just exciting to see old faces and big smiles um, and then new faces too. Some of you, I don't know. So um, uh, Meredith, thanks so much for reaching out to me (laughs) numerous times and finally getting me back here. I love coming to this meeting. It's, uh, I have to rush home from work and then I'm excited and I sit around waiting with anticipation when you all are gonna get on. So uh, my name is Jen A. I am a recovered compulsive overeater. I live here in Colorado um I've been anorexic bulimic exercise bulimic um you know I've done everything with my body pills potions and the whole nine yards um I'm just as insane as anybody else in these squares here so I do qualify to be here I've ate I've eaten like you've eaten um I've lived like you lived I think like you think (laughs) and you still think And um, yeah, I'm grateful that there's a solution and that we're all embarking on the journey today um, to find out what that is. And when you find the solution, how many people didn't want to give it away? Thank you for keeping your hands down, right? I don't even remember saying no to my sponsor or even balking at that. I was so jonesing to get a sponsee and share Um, the gift and the miracle that was so freely given to me um, through working the 12 steps. Um, And step 12 says, you know, that I've had a spiritual awakening. You know, the spiritual awakening is in the appendix in the back of the book. It says that I've straightened out um, mentally, physically, spiritually, like I'm starting to grow, right? It's that seed that's underneath the soil that's been planted and watered and the bud is starting to come up and it's going to blossom and bloom and that's just kind of how i look at the spiritual awakening it's always growing it's always changing it's always evolving kind of like the um trees here in colorado are you know the leaves we have seasons here for those of you who are in unseasoned places where you know they're green then they turn a little bit yellow then they turn orange then they turn red then they drop off then we look at ugly branches for several months <laughs> and then they bud again you know it's that that ongoing growth process And you know, there is no metric for spiritual growth. If anybody knows of a metric for spiritual growth, let me know. But transcending the levels of consciousness in this program is just, it's a lifelong journey. And uh it says more will be revealed in the big book. Um, we're constantly growing, evolving, and changing, um, ever conscious of our creator, coming to know um God, HP, spirit of the universe in a new way. And I do believe that it's working with others that shows me the most, um, that spiritual experience. I, I get a lot out of working with others, whether it's on a fifth step, whether it's sponsorship, whether it's answering a phone call, whether it's serving on this meeting, there's lots of ways to work with others. Um, it says in, in the, in the 12th step, I need to carry this message. So once I've had this kind of like, Hmm, something's different. You know, at first I thought it was um, that everybody around me had changed. No, I had changed. They were all still the same. It was just me that had um, this transformation going on in my heart and my mind. And um, now I get to carry the message. I'm going to tell you, it wasn't easy. Um, I've been in program for seven years and recovered for about six. And um, when I first came in, I didn't see anybody recover for two years. I sponsored for 12 months and then 12 more months and never had a sponsee get to step 12 and take other people through the steps. And I think the hard part for me with Overeaters Anonymous is that I don't have very many sponsees still. It's hard to stay out of the food and into the steps and living the steps. It's one thing to go through them. It's another thing to live them. And, uh, I just, you know, I thank God for the, for the people that he's put in my path that have shown me the way that hopefully I can shine the light for, um, but man, it's a, it's, it's tough being a sponsor. So my, my encouragement is don't give up because you never know. And I've had many sponsees who have then recovered another Avenue. And that's what I think is exciting. When you go to the birthday party and a girl says across the hall, Hey, Jen, it's me so-and-so from the meeting. And I go, what meeting? The California meeting. I go, okay, great. And your name again? She's like, blah, 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 blah. And I go, oh yeah, thanks for your calls. I said, I enjoyed them. How are you? And she goes, I'm abstinent. I've been abstinent for a year, working the steps. If it wasn't for my call with you, I would have never known my alcoholic foods. I would have never gotten sober. I go, oh, really? She's like, you made a difference in my life. I was like, oh, really? Okay. Well, thank you for letting me know. So working with others doesn't mean I have to take other people through the work necessarily. It just means that I can answer a phone call. I can do a 10 step. Um, I can make an outreach call. I can, um, you know, serve as speaking on this meeting. Um, And when I do those things, I'm practicing the principles of the program. I'm doing it with love and compassion, honesty, um, you know, just integrity, Um, when I show up like that, then people know that I haven't just worked the steps, I'm living in the steps. And that's really important to me. Um, In the chapter working with others on page 89, you know, I can remember that um, my job here is not to coach other people. It's not to drag other people. It's not to convince other people. And this all comes with time, right? Um, because my sponsor used to always say as we would sit down every so- Saturday to meet, okay, so what do you have this week? And I'd be like, I have inventory on another sponsor shouldn't do what I said she should do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She's not following my directions. Don't you know that this encyclopedia right here It's, it has my name on it and I should just tell you what to do and you should do it. (laughs) And they're not behaving to the way I should think that they should behave and do what I should do anyways. So my sponsor would take my inventory every single Sunday or Saturday and we'd write it and I'd pray and give it away. I go back and do the same stupid shit over and over again. And I just had to remind myself, this book is meant to be suggestive only. It's tattooed right here on my wrist. Just kidding. It's not. But um, it's just meant to be suggestive. I can make all the suggestions in the world. If somebody doesn't want to follow me, they're going to get left behind. And uh, when a whole bunch of people came to Colorado in 2017, we coined the slogan, no man left behind or woman, if you want to be fair. Um, And we don't want to leave anybody behind. But people need to fail and allow, you know, I have to allow others to fail on their own, whether that's my kids, my boyfriend, my coworkers, myself, my sponsees, it's part of the process. It's a part of the spiritual growth process, not only for them, but for me, like I grow spiritually when others fail. And I never knew that that was possible. I never knew that that was what was happening. Um, every time I would do that inventory. So how do I know how to be loving and kind and firm? And I don't know if you guys listened to A Vision for You, but if you didn't listen to 7 a.m. this morning, we're going through this chapter, working with others. And a lady got on today and she said, this is how somebody treated me. And I was a little gobsmacked, but it was a really good reminder to me today to say, how am I showing up for people? Am I showing up loving? Am I showing up with love and tolerance, kindness, peace, and patience in my heart? Sponsoring is a hard job, but look, it is not my job to get somebody recovered. It's my job to share the spiritual experience, to share the, the message, to share what it's like. You know, there's a whole book outlined. And when I say it doesn't involve me, it's only you, but we can walk through together. That's when it makes a difference. And um, yeah, so I just love it because the chapter contains 150 suggestions on how I can work with others. And it kind of takes me through on how I should do it. In fact, every time I have a sponsee who calls me and says, well, I don't know what to do with this sponsee. I said, A, first, did you pray? Um, B, did you look at the chapter working with others to see if you can get some ideas or suggestions as to what our forefathers did or how they suggested that we do it? Um, Because it's really good. It's really, really good when I go back and think, oh, I need to be a listener, not a talker. And I can talk, I got the gift to gab, who in this program doesn't, that's why we have timers right here, right? (laughs) And so for me, it's really, really listening. And one time I listened to a girl for 20 minutes and then I listened to her for 30 and then I listened to her for 40 and my went back to my sponsor. I'm irritated, I'm pissed off, resentful, I'm writing on this girl again. Well, why? Because you were listening to her? Well, because I I listened too much. So you have to find the boundaries and the guidelines in which you, the way that you want to work with others and take others through the steps. And I really will make this one suggestion, do it how you were sponsored. Don't try and go find out how everybody else did it. Just remember how you were taken through. So when I start taking other people through, well, I heard her and she does this and she makes her sponsees do that. That's when it comes be, it gets a little competitive, you know, sponsorship can be a little competitive. I'm not going to lie. Are you doing this with your sponsor? What are you doing? Well, do I fit in? Do you fit in? Do what God tells you to do. Go to your higher power. You know, dig deep within yourself. I don't know what I don't know. Sometimes I'll work with somebody for seven whole days just to get to know them before I'll say I'll even sponsor them. I mean, that's just God saying, listen, ask questions, tell your story, just like it's outlined in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, don't tell them everything. They're going to tell you what they ate and you tell them what you ate, you know, then the, you'll like be two bobbleheads. Oh, I did that with food. Yeah, I did that with food too. Oh yeah, me too. Because they need to identify in first, you know, and then when it's time to get to work, it's time to get to work. Then put it down. Say, please call me at this time, such and such a day, this many days of the week. You know, I used to tell my girls, look, you can call me at this time. You got five minutes to bitch moan and complain and then we're getting to the work, Cause I ain't got time to hear your life story or what happened in your day. And that's not going to get you recovered. And it's going to make me unhappy and resentful. I'm going to have to write inventory on Saturday again. So let's just get it straight. Um, and then just remember too, that their spirit, they're spiritually sick. They haven't had a spiritual awakening. They're going through the steps. So we have to give a little, I always remember this one. They call me and she would say, you're not going to drop me. Are you dropping? I go, what's a drop? I don't even know what that is. I know what drops are. I used to eat them, but I don't know what it means to drop you. And so, you know, I just would say, you know, when God says it's time for us to part ways and we shouldn't be working together, he's going to make it clear for you and I. And so it was, we kept working together. And one day God just made it clear. She's like, I'm not willing to do this work anymore. I said, see, God made it clear. There you go. And there were no hard feelings. And yet, guess what? Some of those women are still on the screen today in meetings and I see them and I'm like, oh, see, they needed to hear another voice. They needed another bite. They needed another experience. And so with each beautiful bite and with each sponsor and with, with each meeting, um, you know, you just, you you get what you need. um. And I was really blessed. I always asked my sponsor, he's been my same sponsor um for the last six years. I say, why did why why do you say it's so so easy to sponsor me? He goes, because you're so freaking desperate. <laughs> Everything I told you to do, you did it, you know? I was on double blackout probation. That's nowhere in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, people. Like, it's a suggestion made by my sponsor because I couldn't keep my legs closed, my mouth closed, my texting closed. Like, I was a hot mess prior to coming to program. And my sponsor said, no dating, no texting, no talking, no touching, no nothing with boys for a while. And so I didn't. Let me tell you all the difference in the world it made. Uh, it's a suggestion it's not in the big book sometimes you know god just brings an intuitive thought or a decision to our heads and tells us to do things that we normally wouldn't do um, my sponsor always uh, said to me too as i'm working through the steps because i do it kind of on a yearly by yearly basis he's like you do not need to take on any new sponsees right now people cringe they're like what you don't have a new sponsee you're not reading the big book every day with somebody no, I'm concentrating on my spiritual growth and development with a God of my own understanding right now. And this is what I was suggested to do by my sponsor. So there are some things in the big book that my sponsor's done, but you know, as long as it's not like way out there in left field, you're not selling, telling someone to sell plasma or, you know, go out and just try another journey over to Dunkin' Donuts. I don't ever suggest people eat. That's not one thing that I do either. But, um, Yeah, I mean, the book does. (laughs) I just rather not tell people to go out and try it. Um, But my favorite and everybody's favorite quote is on page 100. Um, It says, both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. Together, we're progressing together. Do you hear that? Not alone. It's the WE program. And if you persist, remarkable things will happen. When you look back, you're going to realize the things which came to you when you put yourself in God's hands are better than anything you could have planned. So follow the dictates of what your higher power, and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstances are. And I think that's so great. You know, I just have to remember that the program to me is caught, not taught. I'm not I'm not a quote unquote, a teacher, like I'll share my experience, strength and hope, but it might not be what somebody else's path is going to be. And I just know that God expects me to do my best and leave the rest up to him. Um, because I'm not that powerful and it took me a good, I mean, I think that's why I never saw anybody recover for two years. Honestly, I was so into myself. (laughs) <laughs> I was so into me and being a sponsor that I was like, ha watch out. Here it comes. And today it's like, okay, let's go. Let's just read the big book. Let's do the doctor's opinion. Have you put the food down? What does your food look like? Okay. I had one sponsor, get this. So I say to my girls, I'm like, okay, I, I use this computer data. Cause my sponsor was a guy and he would have me plug it into my fitness pal. Cause they're, they're on to numbers and all that kind of stuff. So I plugged it in every day, just like he said. So my sponsees, I was like, okay, a lot of the girls don't like to count calories or plug stuff in. So I said, just send me a list of everything you're going to eat. So they send me a list of everything they're going to eat. Thank you, Liz. And so all of a sudden we're sitting there and I think, I don't know what step, on step three, I kind of say, give it all over to God, you know, kind of, it is, you're basically saying, here it is, have all of me, right? And here's my food plan. But I don't tell my sponsees that so they just keep sending me their food plan. And that's fine. And then one day we got to like, I don't know what it was, uh, maybe like step nine amends or I don't know, maybe step step 10 or something or or 11. That's what it was. And I said to her, I go, okay, now you're going to do this morning meditation practice when you're praying and giving your food over to God. It's step three, not me anymore. (gasps) What? No, give me your food anymore. And I was like, well, you can if you want, but don't you think you need to trust? like This is your relationship with God. If you're faking God, you're not going to make it with God. That's where your honesty comes in. I can be honest with all of you, but if I'm not honest with God, it's nothing, right? It's zil, zip, zero, zero zilch. So anyways, I told her, I said, well, and I said, well, I was like, you know, I haven't been looking at your food the entire time. She goes, what? I thought you looked at my food every day. I go, no, you're just sending it to me for accountability. I thought, you know, it's like, it's no big deal. And then it's like, oh, you haven't had somebody watching you? God's watching me every step of the way. So that's, that's really, um, where my heart is on that. And, um, so, you know, working with others, um, I will just say that if I don't know the answer, like I said before, I go to God, I go to the book, I go to my sponsor. It's the committee of three, me, God, and my sponsor that are always going to get me out of a predicament. I'm always going to find it in these pages. And if I don't know, you know, my sponsor, or I don't have, um, you know, the, the uh history or background on something i can pretty much find somebody in the rooms or say to them reach out to somebody in the chat or in a meeting where you hear that they might have to make amends for you know lying and cheating to the government that you worked for how's that going to have what kind of ramifications i didn't work for the government and i didn't lie and cheat against my business so i don't know what that would be like and how you're going to face you know the truth or the trial there Um, you know, but I did spend time in jail. I falsified a police report and had to set that right and spent time in jail. So I have girls call me all the time and say, you know, what's it like to have to go back to a district attorney and tell her that you lied to a a court appointed judge and falsified a a document that I have experience doing, you know, maybe not everybody has that. Um, yeah, but You know, I think the biggest thing, and I heard, like I told you guys, I heard it again this morning and I just want to end with this. You know, you, you talked about being inclusive, um, all inclusive, never exclusive, not showing intolerance or hatred towards anyone. You know, this program, it's so scary to come in. I remember coming in and sitting in another church, sitting around a bunch of people. I had no idea who they were. It's our job to be the hand and the heart and the loving home of Overeaters Anonymous. Like Carla always says, welcome home. Y'all welcome home and that big old smile. And so, you know, that's what we need to be for people. And if we're not in a place or a space to be sponsoring or we're in a bad place, it's okay. Committee of three, go to God, your sponsor, and look at your inventory and see what it is that's making you you know, angry or hateful or whatever it may be. So yeah, I just love the opportunity to come and share on this meeting. And, you know, I don't, I'll never claim that I have working with others all figured out, but um I definitely love working with people in Overeaters Anonymous. It brings a joy um, to my heart and my spirit. And, you know, I had a bum day today. I'm not going to lie. Um My boyfriend is wanting to have some heartfelt conversation with me. I don't even know what it's about, but I'm a
2: little,
1: you know, and so I was a little bit anxious today and I gave it to God and just said, okay, God, it's yours. And I thought, and I get to come on and be of service to others and help, you know, get out of myself and, and, and share this message with other people. So take my name and number in the chat. I'll put it in there. Thank you. Thank you, Meredith, for having me. And I look forward to hearing what you all have to say. I've said enough. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Jen, for your beautiful, passionate, honest share and your experience. Beautiful. Thank you. We'll now open the meeting for questions or for three-minute shares. As this is the big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions, or star nine if you're on the phone. I will call on the raised hands in the order that I see them, and you'll be asked to unmute. So um, with the timekeeper, please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when the time is up. And if the speaker has asked a question, please allow three minutes for that answer. Okay, okay, I see Lindsay. Go ahead, Lindsay.
3: Hi, I'm Lindsay, compulsive overeater. Hi, Jen, thank you. That was, um, yeah, that was really great. Um, I, I was so excited that we were in working with others tonight and it was really good to hear you. Um, you know, I um, I've had a really tough Couple of months, um, I've gone through some really hard things, um, some some loss, um, just just intense emotional pain, and uh, I have to say, my sponsees really saved me. I mean, really and truly, you know, like I think that was one of the only things that I did really consistently throughout these last couple of months when life just got really tough and. Um, yeah. Working with others. I kept, and I kept being asked to like share my story. Like the week I lost my job, someone asked me to share on a meeting and I'm like, no. And then the week, like a couple weeks after, you know, another pretty difficult experience, someone asked like a couple people asked me to share on meetings. And I'm like, what is the deal? Doesn't everyone know that things in my life are really bad right now? You know, I don't have time. And then it's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like that is what we do in this program. Like life is so hard this week. And guess what? Then I'm going to go sit on a meeting and share that the fact that I actually have a life to speak of is a miracle in and of itself. Right. And so it's like, um, working. And I I appreciated the reminder too, that working with others, isn't just sponsoring that like when my phone rings and I'm like, I don't want to answer it. I actually remember I had gotten the call from my boss when he told me like, I didn't have a job anymore. And I had this plan. I was like, I'm going to call my sponsor and then I'm going to talk to her. And then I'm going to call this other woman who I know lost her job and talk to her. And like a newcomer called me. And I remember being like, Oh, this isn't my plan. Like I can't talk to her right now because I have to get help. And then I was like, Oh, wait, you know, and so then I answered the call and talked to the newcomer and ended up actually sharing, you know, that I had just lost my job and, you know, I had over two years of abstinence and like my sobriety was still number one. And anyway, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, it's a reminder of just like giving it away is how I stay well one day at a time. And, um, I also really love just the reminder that like, I don't have to reinvent the wheel I love sponsoring because all I have to share is my experience. I don't have to come up with some curriculum. I don't have to sound smart on the calls. You know, it's just like, this is what I did. This is what I know. This is my experience. And it's all, it's all I have to offer. If you want what I have, then this is how I got it. And I don't have to come up with some like magic solution. You know, it's just right there. Um in in the book. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much for um, your share and for letting me share.
0: Thanks, Lindsay. And by the way, your haircut looks absolutely adorable. Betty. Hi
4: everybody, I'm Betty S. Recovered Compulsive Overeater. I'm a little emotional, bear with me. It's ironic, Jen, that you're talking about step 12 and helping others. Almost two years ago, I crawled in on my hands and knees. I don't even know if I was on my hands. Actually, I couldn't walk, so I wasn't even on my hands and knees. And I picked up the phone, and I made a call. And the person, Jen, on the other end, took my call. Even though I was totally miserable and down and out and devastated um and you know we talk about sponsoring how important it is how you can't keep it unless you give it away you know that's such a cliche i mean we hear it all the time but what does it really mean it means just what happened she helped me re- helped me along the journey to recover who knew who knew you know we don't know who's going to be our abby we don't know who's going to come across our path and 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 reach their hand out to us and and say, let me help you. I'll I'll try to help you, you know. And not by any not by anything they other the other person knows. Like you know, I know the big book inside and out. No, it's my experience, strength, and hope. So with that, I'm so grateful that I'm still here today. Um, two of my sponsors are here tonight. Yay! I'm so grateful. And you know what? I love sponsoring. It has saved my butt. It has saved my butt. When I have been in the rottenest mood or struggling with something emotionally, the phone rings, I look at it, I make a face, and then I go, oh, no, you got you to gotta take this. You got to take this. It might even help you, Betty. And sure enough, it does. So, you know, I'm grateful we have the 12 step. I'm grateful to help others. I know that that's what helps me to keep going day by day. Uh, No, it's not easy. Do I always wanna do it? No. Do I always have time? No. Uh, Do I need to do it? Do I wanna do it? Yes. Why? Because I wanna be recovered today, one day at a time. So thank you sponsors, all the sponsors in the world and my sponsors for putting yourself out there and putting your recovery out there and sharing yourself, because it has helped me. It's a miracle, that's all I can say. Thank you, thank you so much, Jen, for sharing and for everybody for doing service, Sally, Meredith, every, uh, Carla, everybody. I'm so grateful we're all here and I pass.
0: Thanks, Betty. Congratulations. You're glowing. I love lipstick too. Sorry. No, I'm supposed to compliment, but people are looking beautiful tonight. You ladies and I just got to say it. I can't help it. Carla.
5: Hi again, everyone. I'm Carla. Oh, Jen. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. I I think we're joined at the hip and I'm so far away from you, even though I do love Colorado. Um, So I love talking about step 12 and our experiences. And I just want to share with y'all a new experience I had this past week. Um, I'm a step guide a lot. Um, I'm a step guide almost as much as I am a sponsor. So what a step guide is, is a person who guides you through the steps. They're not your sponsor. So I just share my experience, strength and hope, and I'm accountable accountability partner so they've done their work so i do this on a workshop a year-long workshop normally but i had a lady call me and she said um i my sponsor and i have just parted ways i just finished the 10th step she said i'm willing to start back over but i need some help i need i need a sponsor and it was just an intuitive thought. And I, I, well, first I thought, why should you start, start over? She'd already done her ninth step. She'd made all of her amends. And all I could think of is, why would we go back to step one? But I had never done this before. And so I said, well, how can I help you? And she said, well... Will you just take me through 11 and 12? And I just went, absolutely. <laughs> Y'all, it was such a powerful experience. And as I gave her, um, and when you're talking about step 12 and step 12, what I do with sponsees and people I step guide is there are specific instructions of what you do in helping others in step 12. She got so much out of that. She gained some, we were together five days. So what I do when I sponsor people is we talk every day. Um, I take a lot of newcomers through the first 12 days. We talk every single day. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? How are you behaving? That's where we do every day. So this was four days was all it was, but it was so transformative to her. And it was so encouraging and transformative to me because here's what, why I stay in the steps as a step guide cuz I continually do the steps. You know, I'm a different person every time. I just finished my fifth four step. I've been here 4 years and 4 months. <laughs> and so, I stay in this work because I continually change. It's just what was said. What you shared is that we evolve. You know, this the journey's the destination. So every day as I'm journeying this journey this beautiful road to happy destiny, this road that has jewels all along it. Every person I work with is another jewel on that road. And they are so gorgeous. Most of them do have a purple tint, I will say, because that's my favorite color. But um, it's not always convenient. You know, um, I made, I kind of had a misjudgment and committed to a woman across the world that I would talk every morning at four o'clock for 12 days. The fourth day, I didn't want to do that anymore. And I was just going, I went to my higher power. You know, this is just a lot. And you know what? My higher power told me, no, you're not going to quit doing it. What do you need to change so that you can be there for her at four o'clock for the next 10 days? Oh, (laughs) so for that next 10 days, I just went to bed earlier. And so, you know, we have, okay, thank you. We have a higher power that will guide us and leads people to us and leads people away from us and leaves us better for it. Thank you all so much for letting me share. Thanks for all the service. And Jen, thank you for being here. And thanks everyone for being here.
2: Thank
0: you, Carla. Penny. Hi everybody, I'm Penny,
6: I'm a Postful reader. Hi Jen, I don't know if you remember me, I met you in Colorado um, when we were all there in 2016, 17, 17. Um, so it's wonderful to see you again. Um, I am not on step 12, but I, I love hearing all your experience, strength, and hope about it, Jen. And actually what everybody has had to say so far, um, I loved your comment about transcending levels of consciousness. I was like, Whoa, wrote that one down. Um, you know, I know that this program, you know, it only works when we give it away. And, uh, so I'm excited to get to step 12. Um, I have done the steps before, so I have sponsored people before, and I just love what everyone talks about, that that there's so many different ways to do it. And um, I am working with a sponsor right now, who is here, hi, who um, is doing it differently with me than I've ever done it before. And, uh, you know, I just keep telling myself to keep an open mind and and just say yes. And so that's what I've been doing. So, um, you know, I love that working with others just doesn't mean just, you know, sponsoring, you know, every time I pick up the phone when somebody calls, or every time somebody picks up the phone when I call, and then we hang up and they say, Oh, my gosh, you helped me so much, even though I was the one calling for the help, you know, and, you know, this this program is just, um, it's a it's a lifesaver. It is a lifesaver, you know, and uh, I'm just grateful that I'm here with all of you. So thank you.
2: Thank you, Penny. Claudine. Hi, I'm Claudine, compulsive eater, recovered compulsive eater. Jen, thank you so much for your share. So much of that was, it was just affirming and hopeful because when I, I recently was asked to work with someone or she asked me to work with her and I thought, okay, this is a tough case. This is a tough case. I've got to be, you know, I've got to have all the goods. I've got to have the right things to say. And I you know, I realized that I, it was all dependent, it depended on me and what I had to give her was not enough. And it was just, um, even before working with her, I decided I was a complete failure and was not equipped to give her anything. I mean, it was just, it certainly wasn't God's voice, but, but I was hearing that kind of talk in my head and You know, and that's such an addict mind think it's all dependent on you. You've got, you know, you've got to come up with what it is. But, you know, I started working with her and it is really difficult. I mean, she. She suffered a tremendous amount and I'm not saying she's unique, but she truly has. But what she wanted from me every time I talked to her was, would you just pray for me? And I was like, I can do that. I can go with you to God. And so it was just, it gives me chills to say that because, I mean, isn't that what he wants us to do? He wants us to lead someone to him. I mean, that really is, and that's what I was giving and that's what you all give me. And so I just really appreciate you saying, you know, just all you can give is what you got. That's it. And I can do that. So thank you for that reminder. I truly appreciate it and I I needed to hear it. God was talking to me. So thank you. I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Claudine. Uh, We will now stop the recording for unrecorded questions or shares.